Hi, everybody. Welcome to the next episode of The Date Demic, where people of all ages, genders, and walks of life share their dating and relationship experiences, opinions, perceptions, and experiences. That's what it's all about, folks. The end game here is to hopefully help people better understand each other, whether you've been in a relationship for years, are developing a new one, or just starting to date. We've got you. I'm Rhonda. I will be your host today and every day. Today's topic is single and over 50. Um, the reason I am, I picked, I chose this topic is because I had an experience a couple of days ago in the grocery store. So I'm standing in line and there's a lady in front of me and she's fanning herself. And I looked at her and I laughed and I, you know, I commented and said, I feel your pain. And she said, No, you don't, honey, you're too young. And I said, What? I'm 52. I'll be 53 soon. And I know all about hot flashes. I know them all too well. Well, she couldn't believe I was a day over 30. Um, You know, she had to get past the niceties. Uh, (laughs) At which point she proceeded to tell me that she felt like she was 100. And she was pretty sure that she looked 100 too. She told me she had really been going through a rough time. She had been separated for her husband um, from her husband for the last two years. And now her kids wouldn't talk to her. They were mad and upset that she had left their father. She said they had been married for 24 years. Um, she said that she had stayed in their relationship as long as she did for the kids. Um, and she couldn't believe that in her mind, she made that sacrifice and the kids did not appreciate it. Um, she was now very lonely and had considered going back to her husband, but found he had, um, started dating a younger woman. And, you know, as is the case more so than not, the man finds the younger woman and the woman feels like she's going to be alone for the rest of her days, which is in fact, not the case, but, perception is one's reality so she said she couldn't hang out with the friends anymore because she felt like a third wheel um they're mutual friends she didn't know what she was going to do and she broke down right there in line and started crying my heart hurt for her because i um had been in a similar similar a similar situation three years back um i separated in my 50s and in my mind there was no one that was going to want me. I was old. I was wrinkled. I mean, I, in my mind, (laughs) I was going to grow old with a hundred cats that would probably eat my carcass after I passed away unknown to anyone. (laughs) Once I got past that misconception, I realized that there are plenty of people out there and plenty of places to meet them. Coffee shops, bookstores, the grocery store, sporting events, the gym, dog parks, restaurant, nightclubs, the golf course, the list goes on. But I decided that I wanted to take the time to get to know me. After I mourned the loss of that relationship, of course. Because as we know, losing someone that we've spent any length of time with can be a loss. And I feel very strongly that it's one that should be mourned. So please don't take what I'm getting ready to say as, you know, when a relationship ends, it's easy peasy, put on your big girl panties and keep it moving because that's not that's not in fact the case at all. What I will say is that sometimes we remain in a relationship long after it's dead. We stay for the kids, we stay because we're afraid to be alone, we stay because to leave would 
make our lives uncomfortable. We stay because we're afraid of what people will think. There are many reasons. And for anyone that has stayed and spent years miserable, you may have a reason different from one of the ones that I listed. Everyone is different. Everyone, re- Everyone's reason is different. Know that it is not the end for you, but sometimes it is the beginning of something wonderful. All too often, um, we get stuck and we let our loyalty become our slavery. And it's not a good way to spend your life. You get one walk, one walk. There are no repeats. So why are you going to sacrifice yourself for someone else? Um, Take the time to get to know you and what you want and like figure out what you are looking for in a in a partner. So many times we meet someone and just because we have a good time with them, we automatically think that we should have sex, settle down and start a family. And doing all that is fine. But sometimes just doing one of those is fine too. Just because you have a good time with someone does not mean that they are your person. It just means you found someone that you can have fun with. And I think a lot of times we start out with fun and we think that's our person. And three years in, we realize that, okay, the honeymoon's over. Come to find out that really wasn't our person. Um, Some people are not meant to stay on our lives. I'm a firm believer that everyone has a purpose, a reason for crossing our path, whether it be we gain knowledge from them, whatever the reason may be, we, 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 They've served some purpose and we've taken a lesson from them. We need to stop hanging on to just anybody because we don't want to be alone. If you never believe another thing you hear, believe this. Being alone is actually quite wonderful. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. And the only person you have to compromise with is yourself. And sometimes by taking this time, it gives us a chance to take a look in the mirror and see the faults looking back, and work towards improving ourselves. Not only do we see our faults, but we get to see our strengths, our beauty. It gives us a chance to see ourselves through our eyes and not the eyes of others. And you might find that by doing this, you fall in love with the person looking back. Do yourself a huge favor and give yourself time to mourn the loss of your partner and then give yourself time to love the person that you are. If you find yourself single at any age, try something new. Do what makes your heart smile. Find you and enjoy you. Challenge yourself to try new things. Talk to new people and engage in unfamiliar situations. There are plenty of perks that come along with being single. You have the freedom to choose where you live, what you do, and you don't have to deal with the stress or annoyances that come with relationships because let's face it, relationships are work. You can now put yourself first. Take this time to declutter your mind and your home. Add an exercise regimen to your daily. Reach out to family and friends if you're feeling lonely. Pursue a new interest, cooking, gardening, crafting. Join a club, take a class. Take yourself to a movie. Go hang out at the bookstore, go shopping. But do yourself a favor and do it with just you. I feel that we try so hard to make everyone else happy that we lose sight of what makes us happy. Look, I've always been a 60-40 kind of girl. 
I'll give you 40, but I'm going to keep 60 for me. And some people would say this was selfish. But if you think about it, it's like, it, it, it's like this. If you're giving everyone else more than you're giving yourself, who is the winner here? It's not you. And it's certainly not them. Because if you're making yourself ha- happy, if you're not, if you aren't making yourself ha- happy, how can you make anyone else happy? Keep 60 for yourself. Take the trip. Buy the motorcycle. Purchase the camera or the Jeep. Take a class, whatever it takes, because in the end, if you aren't taking care of your mental and physical well-being, who will? I've given my kids a solid 40, but I can tell you there are people out here giving their kids a solid 100 that will never be appreciated for it. And then you have people that are giving 100, but it's not a solid 100 because mentally they aren't there. They may be getting 100%, but 100% of what? Ask yourself that 100% of someone who's miserable, 100% of someone who's who checked out a long time ago, 100% of someone who feels like they gave up their life. That's not 100% folks. Give them that give them that 40% that is happy that 40% that wears a smile that 40% that can share good shit with their kids. Not this woe, woe is me, oh my gosh, the sky is falling shit. Because that's not that's not a good 100%. So you got a, a, a good solid 40 or you've got a, a shitty 100. I'm sorry, I'd rather take the good solid 40. The bottom line is, you need, well, there's a lot of bottom lines, but I'm going to start here. Trusting God's timing. The right one will come along when it's the right time. Don't settle out of fear or loneliness. Don't look at this time as something bad, but as a new beginning for you. Baby steps, people. There's no rush. Be okay with being single. Let me let me repeat that. Be okay with being single. It is okay to be single. It does just because you're single doesn't mean you're going to grow old alone. It just means that you have the opportunity. And that's how I look at it. I look at it as an opportunity to take some time for you. And I really wish when I was talking to that lady in line that I had given her my number and said, look, because I told her about this podcast. I said, date Demick, check it out. Because I think more people need to know that it's okay. Being single is okay. It's a good thing, really. Um, Anyway, I know it's another short one. I'll have a guest soon and it'll run on and on and on and on and on. And 20, 30 minutes in, you're going to be going, oh my gosh, is this podcast ever going to end? But look, if you have any thoughts on today's podcast, please leave feedback. Um, Or if you have a topic that you'd like me to cover or a story you'd like for me to tell, shoot me an email. I'll leave that email address in the comment section. Um, And again, be okay with being single. Now, I don't have time for this shit.